Welcome to episode 13 of the Black and Fashion Podcast. Hey, what's up? Uh, what's up? What's up? We're moving along. This yep. is 13 episodes in. I've only been doing this since the summer, so we're just moving and grooving. Today, I have some of the creators behind the Fashion 500. Um, it is an annual event that always happens during April, which is Black Fashion Month. Yep. Today, I have Carlito and Al in the building. Say, what's up, guys? Hey, what's going on? What's up? What's up? I am really excited to have you guys here because I've been watching since I've been here. I mean, I've only heard about it since the last, I've been here for five years. And I heard about it and I came twice and I really, really love what you guys do and how you're honoring all of these great people that are in fashion and shining some light on them. So I couldn't wait to talk to y'all. No, we're happy that you invited us. Um, we love these great collaborations to really spread the word for, you know, people that's never actually heard of the award show. So, you know, we're here. We're excited. Let's let's go. Let's go. All right. Well, I always like to start with like a little icebreaker just to kind of like warm you guys up and stuff in so I could hear how y'all projecting on yeah. <laughs> on the mic. So first it's like an or game. So I'm gonna ask you something or something and you say which one you like better. Sure. All right. So first, polos or button downs? Um button downs for me, personally. Polos. Polos. Um, I like I like you know the summer look. All right. Jewelry rise, earrings or chains? Chains. I I'm, I, mean, I don't really do jewelry, jewelry like that. Yeah. yeah. No not really of jewelry. If if I have any piece of jewelry is somebody is sentimental, somebody gave it to me, but I've actually never went into the store and bought a piece of jewelry. Oh. Never. Mm. So anything. Well, I it's have, more of a girl thing anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, sneakers or loafers? Definitely sneakers. Yeah, sneakers. sneakers. Uh, trenches or leather jackets? Ooh. I like trenches. Mm -hmm. I feel like trenches. That's a tough one. Um, uh, I'll go leather because I only have like one trench. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> uh, crew necks or v-necks? V-necks. V-necks, for sure. Y'all yeah. said that in units. Yeah. <laughs> and then last one, sweaters or cardigans? Sweaters. Yeah, sweaters. Sweaters. Cool. You guys sound good, you're projecting good, so we are gonna jump right in. So I wanna know how did the Fashion 500 come about, um, and I want you guys to just kinda like discuss the history and like the motivation from like creating this annual event. Go ahead, he's gonna shoot first. The Fashion 500 originally was a way or a, a event for the black-owned uh, boutiques to kind of like call out their clientele and kind of have like, you know, a meet and greet, but on a bigger scale. Because originally it wasn't started as a um, fashion award show. It was just a meet and greet for the black boutique owners to meet people that come out. Because, you know, we were living in an age where the people that own boutiques were around the same demographic and age as the people that they were selling to. So um, we had the bright idea once Kalito had came along to like, hey, let's we really had something because the years was going in was like, yo, let's formulate this into more of an award show format. Yeah. And to piggyback what he's saying, what was happening also because um, the Black Association was a promotional group and we were pretty much well known for these big day parties. So oh, I've um, been to some of those. You've been to some? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely have. 
So what was happening is these particular individuals, these great talents, they were actually our patrons of, of the parties. And they were also, you know, our clients were also their biggest supporters. They were, they were coming to our, our events with the designers, you know, um, brands at our party. So it was like, oh, wow, you know, we, we know Faye Noel. Oh, we know Ursula Stafford. We know all these particular individuals. And these are our, our friends. But the, the reality is a lot of other people didn't know who they are. So, you know, you're watching these, you know, celebrities and, you know, they're getting this great style, but they don't really get the recognition. So we felt like let's, let's create a platform to really put them out there as much as possible. That's dope. That's mm. real dope. I appreciate that. Now, I've never, I've never seen anything like it at all. So I feel like you guys definitely capture like a niche market when it comes to that type of event. Like, cause I feel like there are a lot of like events out there that people do, and then they're mimicked, and they're mimicked, and they're mimicked. But right. I have not seen any. Oh, there's in- there's a an, there's a reason for that, okay. and the reason is people are more comfortable repeating something that was already successful, mm-hmm. or somebody pioneered as opposed to taking the risk creating something on their own so in that respect people like yo would this work and we just we knew that we had a following and a crowd that would uh take to the idea and so you know the uh the the bulb light went off and was like yo let's really make this something because like you said it doesn't exist so when you first were starting it, do you did you get a lot of like lashback from the people around you when you were like throwing out your ideas like this is what we should do and wasn't anyone around you like you know what I don't, I don't know about that that don't no, not at all like if you're around people that constantly doze down your idea you need to change the yeah. circle that you're in yeah. you know what I mean not one negative feedback off of that at all and if they was they probably was too fearful to say anything because. You know, we like to think very audacious and be like, yo, this ha-. we've been doing this our whole career. So we kind of have that, like, not cockiness, but just, you know, the confidence, confidence. Yeah. to really say, hey, we can pull this off because, you know, we're responsible for creating the social atmospheres that we want to be in. You know what I mean? Right. Instead of complaining, like, why doesn't this exist or why doesn't this go? Yo, just create it. Right. Um, I think for us, the, the, the major thing we try to do, it's kind of like, you know, when you're watching an Ocean's Eleven movie, right? So you got these 11 characters, but they're all, you know, stars in their own right. So for us, we try to create a great, great room. So, and I say that we want to put um, entrepreneurs in the room. We want to put supporters in the room. We want to put uh, artists in the room. We want to put styles. We want to put a great, great gumbo mix of talents in this room. And that's very hard to find. You know, me and him, we go to a lot of fashion events, industry events, and a lot of the time, it's just really them in the room. But you really don't have the key, the most important person, actually, which is the supporters, the, the fans who really push your brands in the same room. That's what's that's what separates us from a lot of other particular um, events is just having that fan support to be right next to say a call Kanan say or hey call Kanan or Dapper Dan and say hey listen I do appreciate everything you're doing and you know they could be able to take a photo usually those other events special invites and industry events industry yeah it's really hard of, for people to actually get right. to exactly. go to <laughs> so we come from both worlds so we know how to kind of fuse the industry events with you know stuff for the common folk gotcha makes sense so how are the honorees selected and what does like that process look like 
Um, he and I, we lock ourselves in a room for a good maybe week or so. You know, we pile up on snacks, foods, you know, <laughs> make sure we got good Wi-Fi. And we just sit there and we mull over, like, you know, the internet. And then we just brainstorm on who's available, who's doing moves, who's doing, you know, and that's why we don't create um, categories. We don't do that at all because if you're being honored, it should be for what you your do. accomplishments are instead of so. the best of, of the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It would get real catty. Facts. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, he's actually joking a little bit about the week situation. We really <laughs> wish it was uh, a week scenario. But no, it's actually, a, it's a little bit long process because, you know, we're in New York City where the talent is unlimited. Like, you know, the stuff that we see, the stuff that... Um, people kind of recommend us to it's just like it's incredible so it's like um to like like say take example this year you know we have a list of 150 people right and we have to break that down to 22 jesus so and we go through this every single year and you know it goes by like uh, what they've been doing for the for the year are they relevant um you know, how are sales doing? You know, are they community involved? What are their, you know, collaborations with? What kind of press they've been getting in? So, you know, we take into account to all of those situations to be like, okay, you know what? This person has really, you know, put their work in and definitely deserved the award. So it's not definitely a weak process. It's, it's definitely a little bit I know. Bit I'm like, it take you a week <laughs> to select 20 people for the whole year? Yeah, I know that takes some time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely takes the time. So the only backlash we get with that is just, um, you know, availability, um, trying to get all the particular honorees to be available you know, on, that day. The, on that day. So. Mm -hmm. Do you normally shoot for the event to be towards the end of the month or like towards the beginning? So you have like more always, time. Always, always. Just, I mean, um, this is probably the earliest we've ever, ever went into um, pre-production for an event. And so it's just to give us like breathing space just in case, you know, somebody's availability, a hiccup or anything. And this is our 10th anniversary. So we just felt we wanted the extra time to go in. But we usually, yeah, just, it's supposed to be the finale of April is Back Fashion Month. Mm -hmm. So that's why we always do it every year, the last Sunday of April. That makes sure I'm around. Yeah, gotcha. we're, <laughs> we're giving you two months ahead of time, so you can't say, hey, I didn't know about yeah, it. Yeah, I know about it. Usually, yeah. usually us, we kind of like to do it in a four-week, five-week span, so mm -hmm. it's fresh in everybody's mind to say, okay, I know what it is. Like, you know, some, you know, in the promoter world, you know, we see some promoters, they'll start promoting four or five months in advance. And I give it to them because I couldn't really have that um, that discipline to just promote something for four to five months. The so big, we gotta think about the big. I mean, when I say big, like big events do that, like like uh, yeah. Broccoli Fest and like uh, Coachella yeah. right. and like, all these things that right. are uh, because, Essence yeah. Festival, like all these things that are like those advertised are, months and months right. like, yeah. ahead of time. Those I understand because you know you're dealing with thousands and thousands of people, but you know when we go to parties, that'd be like seven, eight hundred, and they promote like four or five months. But, you know, that's a whole other conversation. Right. <laughs> so do you feel like you guys get, how do you deal with people that feel like they should be honored and they're reaching out and campaigning to be honored and they're not selected? Like, how do you deal with those type of situations? That's a very good question. <laughs> that's a very good It's an interesting question. <laughs> um, uh, for me, I, I like to do the honest approach. And, you know, I'll actually have a conversation with them or email them. And kind of like break it down 
um, why, you know, right now just currently not your time. That's just really what it is, just being honest. It's like, hey, you're right there, but you're not right there for for us to, you know, honor you. And, you know, it takes time, but just time and time and patience. So, um, you know, just really just being honest, you know, with the particular individual. I, I, it's, it's funny you said that because somebody just emailed me the other day and, you know, I had to really break it down and they respected it. They said, right. hey, listen, Absolutely. you're being, you know, being honest with me and all I could do is just, you know, work harder. And that's really what it is. You just have to yeah, be Yeah, we, we definitely get the DMs, you know, like inquiries what's going about, on? yeah, what's going on, what's happening. But that's but, not how it's supposed to work, I feel like. What is that saying yeah, I feel like that's not the way it's supposed to work. Like, if someone's going to honor you, they're going to select you. Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be reaching out. Right. To get right. That's like, like you know uh, somebody mean? reaching out to the Grammys and go, yo. Are you honoring me? Right, right. <laughs> With the soldier boy mentality. Yo, who, I had the best comeback of the year. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. I agree with that. But, I mean, sometimes we have the exact opposite as well, too, where we've reached out to people in, you know, I guess because you know their own bubble Mm -hmm. they have no idea about the event and so we get the like the stiff arm like "Mm, let me and until the promotion wheel starts up then they go oh you know yo y'all did reach out to me and then we get that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i love that that part i really really (laughs) how you how do you respond to it oh uh, that's that's actually (laughs) that's uh, even better that's even better because um they they see the promotions and they see the the catalog of honorees, and you know because they don't do any research on it, they probably think it was like either we were coming for them for money, or we're looking for some sponsorship, or it was a hoax, or it was bogus, whatever the scenario. They just didn't do the research, mm-hmm. and then when they see the production overall, they're like, oh, this is. This is the real deal. Right, right. Like, this is and dope. Then, and then we get the call like, hey, yeah, you know, I want to be involved now and uh, I want to join on. Can you? Can we make a photo shoot? Mm-hmm. Add me on it? Like, nah. And know, what's we, good, we're very diligent. So we have the email threads that we, yo, look, we sent you emails and this was on this date months ago. And where you can response. Got, yeah, we already got, it would be unfair to the other honorees if you decided to jump on board last minute. You know, it would be like a week before the event sometimes we'll get you know a response like hey you know I found out I got time to really be involved and like <laughs> yeah. nah yeah, yeah. can't that, that kind of reminds me of um, an interview that uh, Issa Rae did when she's like people always trying to like network up opposed yeah. to like networking like next to them yeah. the people like around you and stuff like because they haven't heard of it per se they have to oh no I don't know if I'm interested but it's like why not just because you haven't heard it so that doesn't mean it's not a great collaborative effort right yeah right. and it's so crazy because as we're honoring people we realize a lot of these people were coming out to our events and mm-hmm. you know because we don't check people's emails addresses of what companies they're associated with you know we realize oh well we know a lot of these people you know what i mean so we didn't want to seem like it was biased like oh they only honoring friends of theirs they just happen we just happen to know them you i know? had one one of the one of the girls asked me like do they only honor popular people and i'm like i don't know half the people they honor so i wouldn't say that they necessarily no, popular no. <laughs> like um you know uh, i'll take example keith major like mm-hmm. he's not popular popular per se but his work is everywhere he's like when it's a uh, top um, fashion event or you know top magazines he's the one that gets the that gets the call but he's not known major but mm-hmm. his work in the fashion speaks for itself yeah so there's a there's a lot of people like that that you know they are not p- popular, popular. Per se, but their work speaks for themselves I have a, I'm one of those 
<laughs> I am. Love it. I let my I do I don't do it for popularity. I do it because I love it. I have a purpose for it. And that's like, right. that's how you that's should what do it's it. supposed it's to be. About. It's supposed to be passionate. If it's not yeah. passionate, then you know you know you're in the wrong business. It's not gonna last Agreed. long. Agreed. So, what is it like producing an event of this capacity? Like, how large is your team, and like how you guys like I guess like divide up like the roles and how things get done. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the it's basically breaking down to me and this gentleman to my left. So, you know, we have pretty much a set system. Um, you know, it's, I do the behind the scenes, um, working with the honorees, business side, um, and, you know, he does all the graphics, design of Photoshop. So, you know, it's based like a Starsky and Hutch situation. You know, so, we cover so each other. So is this really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Y'all better go ahead. <laughs> yeah, definitely so. So that's proof to those that are watching or listening. It doesn't really, you don't really have to have a huge team behind you to do big things. You just have to have the energy, the confidence, and all that to put behind it. And people will join eventually when they see what you're doing Absolutely. and decide to help out. But start with people that believe in it. A lot of you guys. Like, I thought it was, like, multiple people. No, okay. we have a team of, of the, the, the Block Association, which has nine members, but each particular member has their own particular projects that they do. So gotcha. this is one of the projects that we took on solely. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Yeah, I yeah, I feel like I've been to like a lot of you guys' events. I know yeah. quite a few that you guys did at the DL. I definitely was there. Oh, I was yeah. pretty we sure to, I was we drunk. destroyed the DL. <laughs> you can have twenty people on your team, but if they're not <laughs> passionate about the project, then it hurts the people that are actually want to be involved to do something gotcha. so that's why you have to have delegation to certain projects. And you have this for a year. It takes like a year to no, it doesn't take a year. It takes like two, three months. Two, three. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So not bad like, at all. Like, you start no, reaching we, out to these designers, um, and to these, not just designers, but just like all the different honorees, two to three mm -hmm. months in the hand. No, we actually tap them throughout the year. Like, hey, what's going on? How mm -hmm. are you? Um, yeah, don't forget in the fashion files. We'll tap them a little bit, just like a little wave, a little hello. And mm -hmm. then when it, came, when it comes down to really like, um, you know, getting the confirmation, we'll hit them around, you know, February. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Sometimes we'll do the backdoor entryway and um, we'll ask previous honorees, hey, who should we be, you know, looking out for or, you know, just... Because they recommend some talent and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. that's dope. Yeah. No, we had a, um, a, a, a wild night. So we had a, a um, designer and a stylist, Mike Bogart. So Mike Bogart, he was the gentleman behind the whole Gucci campaign. He's like, he was the person, the visual, setting up everything. So, um, you know, he came by one night and then uh, he said, um, you know what, you guys, uh, let's get groovy Lou. And this is during a photo this shoot a photo for shoot. him being honored. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said, let's get, let's get groovy Lou. So we called groovy Lou. Groovy Lou's on the phone. He's like, yeah, this part, I'm, I'm in. Cool. No problem. Then groovy Lou comes in and he says, you know what, you know who you need to also get? You need to get Mark Echo. He mm -hmm. calls Mark Echo. Yeah. Oh, Mark Echo's like, you involved in this? Yeah, I heard of these guys. Yeah, let's go. Sign oh, that's up. So, so just like a chain reaction. Chain yep. reaction that's of co-signs. So it's just like, okay, if you're involved and you're saying this, then we know it's official. So I think that's been our biggest, biggest thing. Gotcha. Um, what are some of the things you feel is missing from the fashion industry, and what suggestions can you offer as solutions? Um, for... Us, like, you know, um, upcoming designers, urban designers, black designers, however you want to call it, right? It just comes down to finance, just money. Like, 
uh, we see a lot of great talent, and I can imagine if they had, you know, a million or a million point five budget or loan to really start their um, their clothing line, I think it would just do serious, serious numbers. I have a you know good friend of mine, Drew Beckenberg, and he has some great, 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 great stuff. And I was like, yeah, just imagine if somebody really believed mm-hmm. and say, hey, listen, I'm gonna give you a million dollars to really take this to the next level because. You know, from what we told from a lot of designers, it takes basically about a million, a million five to really get your clothing line off the ground. So I think that's really what's missing. It's a million five? A million five, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you really want it and campaign really want to, you know, the sky's the limits, mm-hmm. I've heard from a million to a million five. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. That's yeah, a lot that's of money. a lot. Yeah, that's, I mean, but that's small in comparison to what you're actually trying to accomplish right. because, you know, you have to source material. You have to, you know, it's almost like a record deal where yeah. you want distribution, you right. know, and then, you know, you do these trade shows, you know, people, you know, fill in orders. You got to fulfill those orders and, you know, you that can't happen. Staff. Yep. Yeah. You got to pay staff. Exactly. That's kind of like why I started my consulting business was like to at least get them started. When I even started, I can see them through to the whole process, but I'm not like the marketing person. Like I can't mm-hmm. help you with marketing. I can help you with everything else, like sales, investing, all that other stuff. And that's why I have like payment plans and stuff like that, so that that way I encourage them to start regardless. Like right. all the people that I speak to, like I've been really wanting to do this, but I don't really know. And I'm just like, just do it. Even yeah. if you start with three, if you want to start with three styles, like let's just do that. Let's put that out there. Because even if you, for me and from my experience. Even if you have like one, like let's say you just got like one dope jacket and you sold that mm-hmm. one dope jacket, to, that's going to fuel the next piece and that's going to fuel the next collection. Right. So That's a great I point. Push, yeah, I push them to just start. Like, if you got one idea, let's start with that one. Let me do the pattern. Let's do the production for it. And I got real close with a lot of people in the garment mm-hmm. district so I can get things produced for nothing and I can get things produced within like a couple of days. Like if that. So or I'm always like, you, do it, you do know, it, Depending do it. on, you know, who it is, you could have the reverse um um, advice and say have a million ideas like case in point of uh, pass on a rear of ours like uh, Ducky Confetti mm-hmm. a million ideas and he said one of his ideas hit but yeah. you still have to do those ideas he was like hey my you know the pom poms or something flew off the shelves for him yeah. That's because but he still does it right collars, exactly they flew. Yeah. and for him those were just like simple concepts right, mm-hmm. right. Simple. and really easy to produce and very exactly uh, cost efficient he, to produce as well he yeah. had no idea it was going to take off like it was mm-hmm. but that's another idea he had to do it right you got you, know? you guys i'm i'm a pusher i'm just like and so when yeah, people start sure. getting stagnant, I'm just like, so what you doing? What you working on? Right. right. Well, you why gotta, you not working on it? <laughs> you got to have, like, the future mentality. Like, listen, just keep um, putting out hits. Keep um, creating material content mm-hmm. and trust. One of them yeah. hit. Yeah. And they have a lot of programs for, like, finance, I guess, on the financial side. That, like, you can learn how to, where to invest your money within, like, your production and within your business. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I find it helpful. Sometimes I don't find it helpful. And then they have, like, those fashion entrepreneurship programs at, like, FIT to kind of, like, push people along. And, like, Parsons, I think, has it, too. I ain't gonna lie. I think it's all some bullshit. I've done all the programs. Right. I don't think that it helps by any means necessary. I went to one of the programs. I did the six weeks or whatever. Should I learn at undergrad? It, but <laughs> it, it still has to be in you. It's like yeah. I can go to a million Oprah you know, speaking conferences. Women's empowerment in right, Exactly. Yeah. I could go to a million of those things, but if I still don't take the initiative to do it, it's still going to be a waste of time. Agreed. So his answer was money. I would say uh, networking. 
you know, besides yeah. that, like a lot of these designers as we meet are socially awkward or don't go out. And so when you don't, you know, meet and greet people that's even in the same field as you, it don't have to be parties. Um, you don't know the potential of somebody that can take you to the next level. Agreed. I think that, and that's what, I think that a lot of it, I work with a lot of women though, but I think a lot of the girls, same way. Like they don't know what to say. They don't know how to network or they get so caught up within the, like, I ain't gonna lie, they get caught up in that custom shit because we do it so much, but that's what we do for like the money. Like right. we get caught up into doing like all this custom work and I got a client, I got a client, I can't mm-hmm. go here. And they, like, and they, alienate themselves from like yep. being on the social scene and going to events and doing things and sometimes like I get it you doing the custom work to like get you the money but if you putting that money right back into it and not putting it into yourself or you're not even mm-hmm. designing it on your own then what are you doing it for yeah. and that's how I found myself I was doing a lot of prom dresses and wedding dresses and I don't even like eating nowhere mm-hmm. I hate eating nowhere right. like I'm ready to wear designer and that's what I like to do but I was doing it because I moved to New York I gotta get this money I gotta get paid but once I realized I mean I was really only paying bills with the money I wasn't putting none of the money into my designs or anything like that and then I didn't have time to do anything I'm like what am yeah. I doing all this for yeah like I have no reason to do all this. You like, alive but not sense. living. And now I stopped. I mm-hmm. stopped. I stopped two years ago. I don't. I ain't doing custom nothing. Don't even ask me because I ain't right. gonna make it. <laughs> right. Now if you want to do a custom collection, I can help you but, make it profitable. But, but in our, even in it. our case, like you'd be amazed how many times that we've been out just from being out socializing. People will come to us and be like, "Hey, I was thinking about something. I'm gonna reach out to you guys to do." And we've got so many deals just from just people from seeing being us. out, just yeah. from talking being out. Yep. Just. From being just from being out, we've walked into so many deals where it's like, oh, I see these guys here right now. I mean, let me speak to them. And I could imagine that would be the same thing for, for a designer also yeah. who's, who has great products. Absolutely. All right. Question number five. What does an attendee have to look for, um, like look forward to at the event? Like what? Like for people that's coming and supporting, like what are they gonna get out of the event? Like a lot of embracing, man. I like a, a room full of people who just really want. For us, you know, we hear the whole thing about black excellence. Like for us, it's like fashion excellence. Like you just want to expect a room of people who's just like it's just about positivity, about entrepreneurship, who want to really just push the the next person. Say, hey, listen. I believe in your brand and I'm going to sit back and support you. So, you know, just that, you know, great embracing. Just that, that's the room that we want to create. And mm-hmm. what, you know, an attendee just say, hey, this is what I'm going to expect. Also, too, we encourage attendees, if you're really passionate about this fashion stuff, do the research. You know, we make access to all the honorees, Instagrams, and, you know, everything else and who they are. So it's like... You have to do the research and find out who these people are. And, you know, for us, too, we want to make that the biggest networking, you know, moment. Like, listen, this is the opportunity for me to connect with this individual, this individual. And something great might come out of it, and it has. A lot mm-hmm. of situations have come out of people coming to the Fashion 500 Awards and making connections, making collaborations with people, and then do a business together. And that's... That's that, and that's one. what I was wondering because I was I know I feel like the first time I went I didn't do that like I I, I was drinking and I was like partying <laughs> no we encourage like, that as time, well but I don't feel but. like I really got like a lot of other experience and that's my fault because I mean I went by myself I I and I'm not scared to talk and to people you but can't I didn't go talk by to yourself. nobody you like were. I don't know I think I was a little 
intimidated or I just didn't feel like I wanted to bother anybody. I think I more so felt that way. I'm like, I don't want to bother them. They seem like they got like a lot going on. So I wasn't like walking up to the people and like introducing myself and like giving them my business cards. I wouldn't do that now. Now I'm like, boom, boom, yeah, boom. Definitely. But back then I was just like, I totally could have. And I missed that room of like connections where I really could have, you know, really did some stuff. That's, <laughs> that's basically the place where you just build your relationships mm-hmm. because you everybody knows what they're here for. Yep. I mean, so it's just like, hey, what's going on? What do you have? Oh, oh, maybe we could do something together. And even if you can't do anything together, hey, that's an extension. There might be something later on in the future to be like, you know what? I got something where we could do. This is an extra contact. Mm -hmm. This is into the flip side of what you said. A lot of those designers, no matter how successful they've been, there's days that they want to give up too. Mm-hmm. You know, or they feel like quitting, but just you coming up to them saying something, a kind word, or like, yo, I really, blah, 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 gives them, you know, the, the encouragement, yeah, or encouragement, right. you know, um, about wanting to uh, keep doing, like, oh, I've inspired somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. I live for inspiration. I live to inspire. Huh. I do. That's all I do all day long. That's what's up. So when do you, why do you feel um, it's so important to put the spotlight on these black creators and what benefits um, do you feel like they're receiving because of this type of recognition? You go ahead, you go first. Um, Repeat your question, please. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you feel it's so important to put the spotlight on black creators and what are the benefits of getting this recognition? Oh, the importance of it, I'll start there. The Mm -hmm. importance of it is the fact that we have to have to recognize our own community first and foremost. Mm -hmm. This is where a lot of the white brands are pulling their, you know, their inspirations from our culture. So if we don't highlight our own people, somebody else is going to do it. Somebody's going to come in and go, hey, blah, 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 like, Every year, people are upset at the Grammys because, you know, they don't like who the hip-hop blah-blah-blah went to. Mm-hmm. It's because there's no one involved or you don't there's have no your diversity. own. Yeah. Like, stop using that as a litmus test to say who's dope and who's not. And you you can only complain because you haven't created your own, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would say that's the importance for us, like, just... Knowing that, yo, not only are you a good friend of mine, some aren't, you know, some people were just meeting for the first time, but you're someone from our community and we feel you deserve the spotlight to take your brand even further. You know, it's just almost like the Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is that, that's area. like your motivation behind it then. Like it's like create your own job, Always. create your own lane, Always. create your own opportunities. Yeah. That's how we are with us. Like, just as friends or, you know, we call each other brothers. That's how we are with each other. So why wouldn't we extend that to everybody else? Like, me and him are big. We don't like third parties. Mm -hmm. Like, we just want to do everything direct. We don't want want to answer to anybody. We want anybody to tell us what to do. Like, this is our vision. This is what we feel that um, no one else is doing. We're going to make it happen on us. You know, we've had situational offers or people come to the table and say, hey, you know, put us under the umbrella. And but basically kind of like kind of like taking over over the brand. So, you know, we're just going to in our on our stage right now. We're just going to wait till we get into the point where it's like kind of like how um, black black girls rock. Right. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Um, and that's it, like an annual event. Too. Yeah, it's yes. an annual event. But she started out grassroots, which is exactly how it was, you know, starting out grassroots, where, you know, it gets to the point now of bigger corporation that's going to work with us, collaborate, not try to take over, but work with us. Then now we could do it nationally. So mm-hmm. that's really our number one goal is one day to really take it nationally because there's great talent in Atlanta. There's great talent, of course, in Los Angeles, Miami, Miami, great, great, great stuff. You know, um, you know, Europe also. So we want to get to the point where you know we're reaching out to them and really putting it on an international yeah. Um, platform. Yeah, imagine Fashion Five Hundred in London. Right. Crazy. I feel like I've seen. I call me if I'm wrong. I feel like I saw a post. It could have been last year or. Mm where I feel like it says something about like how you don't feel like you guys are getting the media coverage that you deserve. No, we're definitely not. We're definitely not getting the media coverage that um, we deserve. And we don't really beef with it because, you know, everything is just about timing. So, you know, um, when our time comes, it's it's going to come. So, you know, we just want to just continue to stay proactive as much as possible. And um, it'll come. It'll come. from me and him, we've been through you know million types of scenarios, and when that time for us to shine, it and it shines, everything just works out mm-hmm. the way it's supposed to. So. It's almost like what you were asking about, you know, the honorees, where some people feel they should be honored, and so, you know, we we're going to be doing this for years, so your time will come, and that's how patient we are. Yeah, and it's awesome. like, you know, and it's motivation for us too to work harder. Oh, word, we can't. Well. You know, instead of waiting for press, maybe we need to hire a PR person. That's maybe what I, we, that was my next question. You know, <laughs> PR, like so, PR like instead of like, because um, you know, we since we're talking about like creating our own opportunities, like who is it that you're looking for recognition from, or like if you're gonna create your own opportunities, you have to create it in that lane as well. So, or unless you're just looking for, um, I would say like the black brands, like Essence, like you want them to be like, why not? Like, why yeah, them, not? like it. Of but like, course. who else? Who else would you right. want to be like part of that, like media coverage that you're looking for? Like who you feel like, what PR or marketing well, like you said, this that next definitely level? can be picked up to be, uh, you know, a syndicated award show. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be a goal of ours because you know, we're only tapping into one market, which is basically New York or the tri-state area. And, you know, we've had a couple of honorees from as far as Philly or Miami. But um, basically to do this on a national level, that way we can cover more ground. You know, because as... We need to get to BET. Yeah, because as big as... We can make the venue like Madison Square Garden, but nothing is bigger than national TV. You know where everybody can see it. You right. know it's almost like going from performing in a play to doing a movie as right. an actor. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because um, you know when we go to a lot of industry events and the press at these industry events, humongous, and the attendance be like two hundred people, mm-hmm. right? Where on our side we have an attendance of twelve hundred to fifteen hundred people. So you would you would think that oh you know what this is probably a better place for for me to do press at it's right. you know so it's you know and like once again it's one of those scenarios we really just can't figure out right um, you thought about hiring like a PR company um, we're trying to figure out a what advantage one. would would we gain from it from because it? you know we're we're like he said we're very hands on like it's you know it has to be usually that we him can reaching out personally to these people. So, like, what angle will they be coming from? Because the celebrity angle, like I said, normally we want it 
balance where it's for the people, but you do have that celebrity presence, but we're not seeking it. You understand? Right. Gotcha. Okay. And then you know PR. PR is expensive. I don't okay, know. I, know. <laughs> I think yeah, I, I, um, I spoke to a PR person and she was charging like four thousand dollars. I don't even think our expenses for Fashion Five Hundred is four thousand right. dollars. Like we would have to definitely <laughs> see some Page Six write-ups or something like from it. You know, like, unless you four thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Four thousand. Right. I was like, unless you're giving me Studio Fifty Four type of press, right? <laughs> So you're not paparazzi me, outside. Yeah, paparazzi I'm gonna be in right. every blog, every yeah. magazine, right. everything. You're not getting four thousand dollars. You got the cast of uh, Black Panther coming through. You know yeah. what I mean? That, yeah. Now, now we're talking. That's PR, right? Yeah, that's, that's PR, PR. Yeah. exactly. So. Trust me, we here. Yeah, you can have the card. You know, there's our expenses. Mm-hmm. It's well worth it. You had whole Wakanda come through. Yeah, I, I would give up. My money for yeah, that for, too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Facts. So, what role do you feel like social media has played on like the success of like the event? Do you feel like that's big time, big time, big time, big time, big, time. big, big time? Um, I think the you know because we are really big on visuals from our videos to to, to photos. So, um, you know, the social media is also especially when we do a photography of the the honorees and they post and. It automatically just gets a whole new other wave, a whole new other clientele crowd, and you know, um, now they're like, "Oh, this is what the Fashion Five Hundred is about." And you know, some people are incredibly surprised, especially honorees. So, like when we first reach out to an honoree, and you know, they're they're kind of cold at first because they like they've never heard of the award show, so they'll go on the page and then they'll see the history. They'll scroll down, like, "Oh gosh." I know this person. These are my peers. Like, right. how come I've n- never heard of this award show? And immediately the call or the email is like, yes, you know, I, I accept. So um, social media has definitely opened that door um, really, really big time when I was like, it, it validates the event. Gotcha. So how, I guess my question is, if they didn't do that, like, would you feel some type of way? Like, well, for me, like, you don't, I don't have to go do no research. If, it's, if you present something to me and, and, and it sounds good and it looks like something I want to do, I'm going to do it. I don't have to, like, go back and, like, ch- check your track record. You no, know what I mean? Pe- like, no, no, some people need that. They, you know, they want to co-sign. They want to make sure that, and listen, you totally understand everybody they, has a They brand. look at themselves as a brand. Right. brand. So they want to know what they need to be associated with. with. Them. So you know what I mean? I totally understand that and respect it to the to first. Did everybody. y'all do that to me? Um, <laughs> no, nah, not at all. Not at all. Because uh, you're doing, you're trading services with us, uh, okay. so we would need to do that. I'm like, that. did you go look at my background and see what was going on? <laughs> Who is this girl? <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> not at all. No, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. It's definitely yeah. a good thing. Definitely a good thing. Okay. I just like not, I, if I, oh, if, if it oh. sounds good to me, I'm going to do it. No, like, but to finish this point on. of yeah. what you were saying about social media is that, you know, there are some people are very humble and, you know, when they post because we do individual uh, um, portraits to announce that they're an honoree, they're sometimes surprised at how much feedback and response once they post that they were being honored that they get. And so, you know, it, again, it's back to them being feeling more confident. Like, you know, I had my head buried in the sand for so long, I didn't know that this many people um, really, really were rooting for me, mm-hmm. you know, and 
for the opposite, someone that follows that particular person, it's like, I don't know what scenario would I be, would I would be in the same room as somebody that I've been following for years maybe on social media. Now I can get to tell them to their face, yo, I love what you're doing, it's dope, you push me into doing this and now I'm, and you know, they might like working together, you right. know? Well, um, before the before the actual event, we do a private dinner with all the honorees. So mm -hmm. all the honorees sit down, and now they're like, because we don't want them to come into the event in a cold room. They haven't been introduced to each other. So, you know, we, we have a dinner, break bread, have drink stuff, and make the introduction from there. So automatically... And then they get to network. They get yep. to network from That's right cool. there. So everybody's like, oh, I'm familiar with them. And, you know, now we're like, now it's like actually a family right now. Now it's actually a phone call to, um, to this person where it might have been a little bit, you know, politics. But it might have an agent or manager, whatever the scenario. But now it's like, oh, or we could be, you know, the the third party say, hey, you know, Carlito, I need to speak to such and such. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, I yeah. It's thing. funny because I think the dinner is like one of the most important parts of the production of what we do, only because a lot of them either hadn't met him um, mm -hmm. because they've been corresponding via email or phone or text, and um, for me, sometimes I don't even meet who the honorees are until they show up for the photo shoot. Because um, I'm responsible for, you know, doing all the portraits for them. So when we sit down to eat, a lot of them have worked together, mm -hmm. but on sets. Yeah. And gotcha. so when you're working, you don't socialize. Right. So for them, it's the first time they're interacting in a, interacting in a social atmosphere that's more relaxed. Gotcha. You know, and it's not industry. So, yeah, the dinner parties... Um, uh, is big for us because we get to, you know, toast each other in a smaller, intimate atmosphere. We had a, uh, one dinner, we had a funny scenario because we had literally um, five girls that were, you know, America's top models. So, you know, they were all in different seasons. Okay. So now they were all at a dinner together collectively and like, oh, wow, like, oh, you're from season such and such. You're from so, you know, that dinner will automatically, you know, like I said, it's priceless. They were all able to kind of like connect with each other from there. They all know each other's history, but they've never met before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Crazy that is. Yeah. And it's also, too, a breather for us because we're so entrenched in the production of it. Even the day of the event, we're so busy moving around and trying to make everything work that the dinner is our kind of uh, relaxation to be like, hey, Yo, we did a great job to each other right. and say, hey, you know, shout out to our sponsors. Uh, That's why I'm like, I'm like, how is this being paid for? Because like the event is free. Like you don't have to buy a oh, ticket. Oh, it's, it's it, paid through, through us. Our sponsors, oh, they okay. sponsored <laughs> the dinner party, not the event. But the, but event, which, the, but the event is free. Um, the, yes, the event is well, free. Yeah, the, the event has been free for the last nine years. This year we will be charging because it's the 10th year anniversary and we okay. have a lot of things that we're going to be implementing. Uh, implementing. Okay, so I'm like, how is this even working? Because the event is free, the honorees, you have to buy the trophies to get the things made. The trophies, is that what they are? Yes. Okay, the trophies. I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad you think that way, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, like, yeah. how, how, you've got you to spend need a lot somebody, of money. We need somebody with money to think like how you're thinking. Like, yo, how are they spending this? Yo, maybe I could, you yeah. know, throw some money they Way for right, something. I'm like, how 
Thank you. Great. Everything's free. Like, great way of bringing that up. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I need no. y'all to get some sponsors. But, um, yeah. No, because we're our promoters, we really know, like, you know, a lot of people spend a lot of money on production, and we're so lucky. You know, my partner here is incredibly talented. The stuff that we're doing, um, it would cost a lot of money, but mm-hmm. but we do everything in the house. So and then you know we know you know thank God we have a following people support us big time. Got a time. good network. Yeah, we have a good network. So you know we're blessing that. Department. Add me to your network. Oh, you win. You win, guarantee. So um, a lot of things we don't really spend a lot of money on. We only spend on most of the things we'll spend money on is marketing as much as possible. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Y'all go ahead. All right, so what do you have in store for the 10-year anniversary, and, like, how are you planning to make this event different, like, from the others, besides the fact that y'all charging now? <laughs> well, this year, because we want to really make it extra big, we actually added on a, a partner this year, another group of gentlemen that um, pretty much complements the brand um, called Upscale Society, and we also um, being co-sponsored with Caribbean Social and um, Suede. I just went there. Caribbean the restaurant? Yes. yes. Yeah, they did this collaboration with Omar's Kitchen uh, for yes. Black History Month last yeah. week. Yes. I, I ordered everything on the menu and I tore hmm. it all up. Like yes. I ate everything that was on that special menu. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, um, great set of guys that were collaborating. We really want to. Oh, my God. Sorry. We want to make the um, numbers really, really huge. Mm-hmm. So that's just one thing. Everything else we really can't tell you because it would be a surprise. Oh, fine, <laughs> fine, fine. You don't want to let me in. Um, the icons are gonna probably be the the, the stellar point. I'm pretty sure. Because you're bringing back all the people who was honored. Everybody, anybody that's available back. that we can reach out to, we're going to turn it into a big honoree slash reunion mm-hmm. because it's our tenth year as operating as the Block Association as well. So you know, it'll be just a way to kind of be like, hey. If you haven't noticed us in the previous years, now you're going to notice this from the 10th year. So we're doing things pre-production and the actual event that we're going to let people know, yo, this is a a combination of, you know, like how Marvel did. They're doing the Avengers to let people know, yo. I just watched that for the first time, too. Well, I watched Infinity War for the first time. Oh, you watched it on Netflix, right? I did, and I was pissed at the end because I'm just like well what the fuck's going on <laughs> that's, that's, that's how they want you to be they want you to be like yo we need extra money out of you for this next movie yeah that's so, I was sitting in the couch and I was just like but why like why is all these people disappearing like what's going right, on right Right, but you're engaged, and that's what they wanted to be. I was engaged, for sure. And so for these nine years, we've just been building that audience for free by letting people taste, uh, get a sample of what where we were trying to go with this whole um, niche thing. Mm-hmm. And um, now the 10th year is like, you know what it is, you know, and we want you to come out and celebrate us for all that, you know, we've accomplished during these years. Um, let me ask you a question, actually. Um, I'm the interviewer. No, I'm playing. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. If you had a choice to recommend three people that you feel deserve a, a Fashion 500 Award, Fashion 500 Award, who would you recommend? Oh, that is a good question. I know. I, 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 let me guess. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh. Name three I top wasn't, people. Um, I wasn't expecting that. Three people that I feel. Three. Three, and they got to be from New York, New Jersey. Why I got, I'm not even from New York, so why they got to be from New York? Well, 
That's really what I we know, do. Yeah. yeah, unless they, um, unless you know we get a sponsor cool. that can fly them in. You know what I mean? Some. Hmm. Hmm. You want to get back to it? You want to DM it? That you no, want, I want you to because I have public? I have people. I'm just trying to figure out who I feel. Who, who do you like? Yo, this is this person is dope. He, she, or he definitely needs this award. Like he's got to be on this roster. There's no way. Right. Like every it year, I've been waiting for you guys to honor blank. Right. Just because I want to meet them. You know, it could be selfish reasons. It could be selfish reasons? Yeah, it could be like, I mean, yo, I always wanted to meet Blase Blah. That's my fashion love, idol icon. It's a young, wait, did y'all already honor her? I love, it's a young lady. Her The name of her organ, the name of her brand is These Pink Lips. Did y'all already honor her? No. See? She, We've never heard of her. She's out of Philly. She did that really dope... Um, Paint it. She hand paints everything. All her clothes are. Oh, did she do the thing for Cardi B yeah. with the letters? Her. Oh, shout her out. Yeah. Shout her out her. right now. Shout her These out right lips. now. That's the name of her brand. And All she's right. out of Philly and she's dope. And she's the first black woman I know for her jacket to be in the coat, in the window right. at Bergdorf Goodman. Dope. Ooh. In New dope. York City. There you go. So, there you go. Her, That's exactly what we have. It's another young lady. Her name is Erica Appleby, but she's in. She's back and forth between Miami. Not the restaurant. No. Oh, okay. Her name is Erica, but yeah, her last name is Appleby. Um, she's in between Miami and New York. Um, she's she does a lot of stuff here and based here, but I think she went back to Miami and she's like back and forth. And she's just like an all around artist. Like she's all her brand is all about like the empowerment of women, mm-hmm. and she does a lot of like self-care stuff that works she works it into her fashion like her spiritual side and like her painting and her artwork it all comes across in her artwork okay and so in her now fashion. who's, so who's her now name's three er- hers erica appleby dope and who else that y'all have to honor a lot of people y'all honor that i mess with i'm like i mm. like that person um dope. but and this you see how like you just introduces two people so mm-hmm. imagine right i ask a hundred past honorees the same question right and they all give me three new names so now i have 300 new honorees potential honorees and i have to squeeze that down to 20. That is a lot. Exactly. Oh, well, last one then. I'm going to just, um, me. I'm throwing that in now. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I need to be honored. There you go. So <laughs> But I don't want to be, say I want to be honored. I want for someone else to recommend me right. to be honored. Right. For us, we like to think, like, let's throw it out there. Big, big names. Like, Naomi Campbell. We would love to honor her. She's yeah, an icon. Nice. Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. We would love to honor Eva her. Eva Beverly, Beverly Johnson. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Those June are, Ambrose. June. Y'all haven't got June yet, have y'all? I love my. Don't worry, we, we, we're working no, on that. Have y'all honored him yet? He came last year, and we were in the works to honor him, but because of his schedule, and he just was jumping off with the Gucci thing, mm-hmm. um, he didn't know if he was available. But he came in to represent or to show support to another honoree. So hopefully that you know we'll get that on board too. Okay. So my last question is, what are your long-term goals for Fashion 500, which I feel like y'all kind of touched on. You was like Fashion 500 in London and like all these other cities. So what else do you see for uh, us? Also kind of like um, where we do like the TV one of fashion. You know how like TV one, they do the confessions, they have the interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, my bad. We, we sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For all those that's viewing live. My bad. It's all I good. didn't even know I was that close. 
Um, no, um, you definitely want to kind of like do the fashion 500 of like TV one with a confection, um, confessions, mm -hmm. um, that also, and also a highlight situation where kind of like we become the managers of all the designers, stylists, everything where we're that third party and creating that platform also, because like I said, once again, I think the major thing everybody um, needs is just. It's more financing at the end yeah. of the day. That's just really what, you know, right. there's a lot of um, struggling entrepreneurs. And the know, drive. Yeah, and the drive. Mm -hmm. And, um, they're, you know, they're putting all their money out of their pocket, you know, for everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Let's come out my pocket. Also, yeah. too, we would <laughs> I'm love, like, let's come out my you know, pocket. <laughs> besides um, the show being televised or pick up for, you know, something like that, we would love maybe, even if it's an online platform, hey, not only can I get introduced to new black designers i can literally click a link and it'll send me to their store where i can purchase stuff nice. and you know i can support black designers or introduce just from that platform you know what i, I mean that. so that would be like you know fashion 500 online you know that would be dope too that's dope i like that so I, I, love, I like that. It's like and it's unifying, you yes. know, and it's putting everything in one place, and that's my big exactly. Thing. You like this? You like this honoree, or you like what they do? Here is where you can buy their stuff. Like that. One stop shop. Yep. One stop shop. No, they didn't. Don't knock on the door. Is that is that a guest? Not, not you expecting no guest? No, it ain't. Just give me a second. Two seconds. Okay, bye. Thank you. <laughs> All right, well, that completes the interview. Um, you guys want to plug the event one time for the one yeah, time? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, we want to plug April is Black Fashion Month every, every year. Um, fashion is 24-7, but April is Black Fashion Month. We want to also plug our sponsors this year, which is Caribbean Social, also Suede Restaurant of Brooklyn. And we also want to shout out our new partners this year, which is Upscale Society. And we want to thank the future honorees and the past honorees that are coming back to celebrate um, black fashion excellence, um, each other, the Black Association for even coming up with this idea and having a platform to introduce people to new designers as well. And the event is Sunday. April 28th from 3 to 12 a.m. And oh, it's I lit. also want to thank you for having us on this show. Definitely appreciate your efforts on this. And that's basically it. Yeah, we'll throw out your, your social media. They'll be in the comments, um, like in my show notes, but just throw out your, show, your social media handles too where people can connect and reach you guys. Sure. So you can find us at uh, the T-H-E Block Association on IG and you can find me, uh, the M Report, T-H-E-M Report on IG as well and also. And you can also follow us at the Fashion 500 and you can follow me individually at Carlito Haciano. All right. Thank That's you guys it. for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Black and Fashion Podcast. Yep. We won't peace. be here, but she will be. I will be here. So peace out and stay black. Thank you.